0: You want the offense to be dynamic. You want the offense, let's face it, to be explosive. But I'm not so sure the football team does. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates that I hope you'll check out as well. The offense is going to have more moving parts. The offense is going to have more participants. The offense is, at least they say, going to have more deep balls and splash components to it. At least any and all of this is the plan. Doesn't mean it'll come to fruition. But I got to tell you, at the risk of sounding maybe a little bit like a wet blanket, arguably for a second consecutive day, considering that yesterday's theme was to go easy on the rookies, I'll say that this offense is not ever, I don't think, going to advance too far beyond the foundation that was formed at the midpoint of last season. And let me explain what I mean by that two things happened around that stage of 2022. One is that Kenny Pickett had been sufficiently reined in to stop throwing all those interceptions and when he got in trouble to just fling it into the 12th throw. He did pretty well on both of those counts, really did. And the second thing, of course, we talk about this a lot, is that the running game got going. Well, that's that's it. Okay, that's the foundation. That's what Mike Tomlin wants to see, not just installed, but instilled in the players. Why? This head coach prioritizes nothing more in football on either side of the ball than turnovers. Some coaches say it, this one lives it, and I don't believe that's an exaggeration on my part. Steelers were a 9-8 team last year. Steelers had many flaws. Steelers had many things go wrong, not least of which was losing the best defensive player on the planet for way too long. However, Steelers also were a plus four on the turnover ratio chart. That might not sound all that exciting, but That had them tied with the Ravens for ninth in the NFL, so it's not all that bad. In fact, it's pretty good. Within that, the Steelers had 17 interceptions, meaning defensively, tied for the league lead. Really good stuff. Only three fumble recoveries because they had no inside linebackers, and they really weren't all that great at getting the ball loose, and the one guy who is great at getting the ball loose missed way too much of the season. So you had a total of 20 defensive takeaways, 17 of which were interceptions. Going to the other side, offensively, you had 14 total interceptions, and that includes Kenny, Mitch Trubisky, everybody. And you had only, this is a great number, five fumbles lost the whole year. So, if you're sitting over there in one of those offices on South Water Street in, let's say, I don't know, February or March, and you're just reviewing film from the previous season, you're reviewing statistics, you're reviewing data, and you're looking at the takeaway ratio, you're saying to yourself, there are two areas in which the team really needs to improve. One is that you do want your quarterback. In this case, now it's singular with Kenny to throw fewer interceptions. Well, he already is on that road. That's been started. The other one is that you'd really like to pop some fumbles loose. You'd like to get some hats on the ball. You'd like to see guys flying to the ball, something that they emphasize more than anything else, meaning the players themselves when it comes to finishing off pursuits and plays like that. I don't know that that's going to happen. I don't know that there are any great turnover meisters who've been added to the defense over the offseason. All I know is that if 90's on the field for all 17 games, the Steelers are absolutely going to be better at this. And from there, if you can get yourself a Keanu Benton or a Mark Robinson or a DeMarvin Leal to become disruptors, then you've got more chances. To get that ball out and then get on that ball. Now, I don't want to oversimplify this. Again, all coaches talk about turnovers. All coaches talk about turnover ratio. And yet, when I mentioned to you a couple of the teams that were ahead of the Steelers on that list, like the Dallas Cowboys were second best in the league. They were plus 10. Why? Well, guess who they had at linebacker? (laughs) Popping the ball loose all the time. They had an unbelievable figure. 17 fumbles recovered. But were they some great football team? No, only in their minds, as always. The Detroit Lions are in that pack. So it's not some automatic where you go, wow, I mean, you're up there in turnover ratio. You're going to win a Super Bowl. No. But it's a stabilizing factor. It allows you to better game plan when you know that you've got the kind of people that you can trust The number one thing that you'd hear, for example, about Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia was, man, he just takes care of the ball. He's not going to beat himself. He's going to find a way to cut you up, but he's going to do it without putting the Eagles at risk. And not to keep comparing the Steelers to the Eagles, but this might be another element where that lines up. I could see this offense, I don't mean to knock it when I'm bringing up any of this, okay? But I could see this offense putting itself into positions where it can reliably move the ball down the field using the bigs, using the running game, using the short passing game, and then maybe just totally stunning you by trying to take the top off. But anyone who thinks that this offense is just going to You know, show up like this in September, flinging like Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, you're going to be disappointed. That is not the mindset. That is not the approach they're taking. And the main reason for that is they are not at all eager to give the ball up. When we come back, J1Q. one Q comes from Clayton, who says, hey, DK, I don't mean to bring up the C word, but in your opinion, what are the biggest adjustments or changes that you'd like to see Matt Canada make to his playbook? You've mentioned several times the routes that George Pickens was given and, of course, all the jet sweeps. Do you think that internally Canada had meetings with Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan and somehow had a way of reassuring them that the play designs will improve? No. Um, I'm answering no to, I think, every question that you ask there, Clayton. It's a universal no. So to rewind, you ask if there are adjustments or changes that I'd like to see Canada make to his playbook. Okay, I won't say no to that because the route trees were terrible It's not just that they were simple and basic. I think people let Canada off the hook when they say stuff like that. It's not just that Pickens was given straight lines 50% of the time. It's that he was having route trees where the receivers would cross over with each. They just made no sense. They were detrimental to each other. And you know what I'm talking about because I'm going to trigger your memory right now and try to get you to envision all those times when you would see a quarterback, any of the Steelers' quarterbacks, throw a ball in a general area down the middle of the field, wherever, to whomever, and you'd have two receivers crossing over at the exact same spot. And you're going, who was that even for? That's on either the coordinator Or one of those receivers for running the wrong route. And yes, the latter is very much a possibility. So I would like to see those become, uh, you know, more intelligent. I don't think they have to become more sophisticated or just get changed. They just have to become usable. And as for the hypothetical meeting that you drew up there with Tomlin and Khan, and by the way, Khan would never be in on something like that. Canada himself stated, Very clearly, and I thought strikingly to a degree at minicamp, that the edicts for what kind of offense this is going to be, what the priorities are going to be for this offense, they come from the very top. That part is discussed in concert. That is something that comes up at the big table because they also have to have Omar and Andy Weidel and everybody else looking for players who fit that. So you can make an argument that this comes down from Art Rooney, or at least with Rooney's blessing, but they see themselves as a team that's going to do exactly what I described in the opening segment. They'll do it methodically. They'll do it at their pace. They'll do it in a way that keeps the other team's offense off the field. And they're going to do it safely. They can tell you anything. Between now and kickoff against the 49ers, they can show you anything in Latrobe, in preseason games, and it's not going to mean a thing. I'm telling you, what you see from this offense against San Francisco that day at Akershore Stadium is going to look like last year's offense, but executed more precisely and with some more athletic players. And from there, maybe you'll see some additional wrinkles come in, but don't be setting the bar in your head way up here. This isn't just a Canada thing. This is an all of them thing. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers, including those of you who dare to use the C word on this program. (laughs) Let's meet up again Monday.